There is no doubt that the United States has become nothing more than an old cartoon whose time has come and gone, and I'm afraid we're at the point of no return. All right, you enjoy your day here, Banana Republic. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time we ask those who are able to please rise for our national anthem. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, before I forget, it's hard to believe 10 days from today, the 31st of August, marks the the third anniversary of this radio program and podcast. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on the program today. Well, this past week has been a circus and a half, especially in Hotlanta, Georgia, I spent a lot of time in my radio career in the metro Atlanta area, so I know it rather well. I've watched it grow from a medium-sized city to a massive-sized city in just a matter of a few decades. I've also watched it deteriorate. Oh, it's got beautiful buildings, but it's also a very deteriorated city run by a bunch of fascist lunatics, to be quite blunt. And why major companies think they have to build these big, beautiful towers and buildings in those cities is beyond me. They become sewers and cesspools, politically, morally, economically, spiritually. Atlanta, basically, and I'm going to come out and say it, sucks wind. It's awful. You couldn't pay me to live there. It used to be a city I would love to have spent more time in about 35 years ago. But no more. No more. It has been co-opted. The entire... Well, here's what you have to understand about Atlanta. It dominates the landscape of Fulton County. Fulton County is actually physically a very large county. It runs way from the north of Atlanta, through the city, down past the airport, and then to the southwest. It takes a long time to go from the northern part of the county to the south. But the problem is, the problem is the city of Atlanta and its corrupt and degenerate politics and degenerate immoral politicians dominate all of Fulton County, right down to that buffoon of a sheriff. Ooh, I can't wait to give a mugshot to the president. <laughs> Guy's a moron, disgusting moron. But then again, when you have nothing but reprobate, syphilis brain people voting in a city like Atlanta, it's what you get. And that is going to be the downfall of the entire state of Georgia. And then you get a rhino idiot governor. Yeah, it's nothing but a buffoon show in the state of Georgia these days. A state that I used to call home for decades. A state where I still have family. 
I'm embarrassed to say that I ever lived or spent any time in Georgia. And that to me is sad. I can remember way back when. Year was 1975. Now, I had been in Georgia a couple of times in my life before then. But in 1975, while looking for a job, and I was looking actually near Greenville, South Carolina, I was told about a very good job opening just across the state line. And I went and applied and received the job the very same day that I went there. And Toccoa, Georgia became my home on two different occasions for many, many years. I lived in Peachtree City in Marietta, Georgia, and I worked in Atlanta for ages. And I kept watching it deteriorate slowly and sinking. Oh, the 1996 Olympics bought a lot of attention and a lot of rebuilding of the infrastructure of Atlanta. But it didn't do anything to correct its trajectory of moral decline. And it's evident by the kind of government you find in Atlanta and now Fulton County by just by extension because the majority of the votes come from Atlanta. They don't come from towns like Fairburn. They don't come from communities like Alpharetta. They come from Atlanta and other places that have gone woke, broke, and insane. It has become the poster child of how to destroy culture. Grow big, fat, and fast. Compromise your morals and your politics. You get Atlanta, Georgia. So for how many months now have we been watching this strange aberration of the American justice system occurring? And I don't care what the idiots at MSNBC or CNN have to say. Those people are just buffoons and morons to the max. Egotistical idiots. Disgusting filth. All the talking heads that you find at at MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, all those talking heads are just journalistically bankrupt, morally bankrupt, intellectually dead. They're not just bankrupt, they're dead. They are brain dead, just tools of the most evil part of our world. And with such self-righteousness and indignation, they talk down to the American people. And how many times have they lied to you over the past, oh, I don't know, three years alone? Countless. Have they ever apologized? Never. Will they? Of course not. They believe you're too stupid to know that they changed their tune. And so while the most corrupt administration in the United States history, bar none, is in the White House, morally degenerates, just moral disgusting degenerates, it's a freak show in Washington And the freak show extends all the way to the demonically possessed Merrick Garland 
and his Department of Political Injustice. They go after their enemies. They threaten their enemies. They threaten their political opponents with crimes and jail time. The kind of stuff you'd expect in a banana republic. The kind of stuff you'd expect in a political and spiritually bankrupt nation like Pakistan. That's what they do. They go after their enemies. They take them to court. They try to throw them in jail, imprison them. Adolf Hitler, that was his forte. Stalin, same thing. Basically, these prosecutors, and I use the term loosely, these people, these moral reprobates are twisting an American justice system to the breaking point. They are bringing our nation to the point of no return, and they're doing it so quickly and so recklessly and so dangerously, I don't think they understand the destruction they are about to release on this nation. Alvin Braggadocious, Alvin Bragg, up in New York City, put out his pompous fanny in front of the television cameras to indict President Trump for crimes. And then Jack Smith. Now, there's a guy whose who's law license should not just be revoked. It should be burned. His degrees burned because he's made such a joke out of the law system. He has done so many failed prosecutions where when you get a 9-0 to vote in the Supreme Court against you, you ought to hang it up and quit. Anybody that would get a 9-0 to vote against them, that means Democrats voted against them too. Liberals, leftists, whatever you want to call it, even they found him so egregious. This is the kind of individual that, number one, should be fired from the Justice Department permanently and then be put up for charges himself for abusing the system. What I cannot stand about these evil individuals whose hearts have been literally deposited to Satan willingly, they know what they're doing. They know that for some people, they can bully them and bankrupt them because they can't defend themselves. They can't afford to. They'll destroy your life. These are the people that need to spend the rest of their lives in prison for treason, no more, no less, treason against the people of the United States, not the government, the people of the United States, trying to deprive them of their rights. And that includes our sick and demonic president. That includes his his freak show of of a staff. They're a freak show. And I've had about all I can stand. And so you get braggadocious in New York, And then you get Jack Smith. When you look at these people's eyes and even look at Biden's eyes and even even take a look at Merrick Garland's eyes, they're empty, they're hollow, they're evil. There is no decency left within them. By their own actions, they betray themselves before the entire world. 
They're liars. It comes down to, let's go to Fulton County and that phony fake prosecutor of a woman, you know, Fannie Willis, and or Fannie Willis, however you pronounce it, it doesn't make any difference. She's just a complete moron, a complete buffoon, a complete disgrace to the law profession, ought to be literally... And then the governor of Georgia, we'll get to him in a minute. There's another bankrupt individual that, once again, he is, he's just the product of that evil Atlanta culture. He's a rhino. He's a fake. He's a phony. He's a fraud. He's disgusting. He's despicable. Remember, he's the guy that said the 2020 election was perfect, my friends. But he doesn't bother to tell you that after the 2018 election, when he became the governor of the great state of Georgia, that he signed a pact with the devil in an agreement made, I believe, illegally with Stacey Abrams, which bought in the Dominion voting machines to the state of Georgia. Remember, Stacey Abrams has never given up on the fact that she believed that she is the legitimate governor of the state of Georgia and and that guy in the governor's mansion, Brian Kemp, is an illegitimate governor. She's been saying that now for uh, since she first ran in 18 and lost again in 2022. But here's what here's what Governor Brian the Rhino Kemp, yeah. He wins in 2018, signs a pact with the devil herself, Stacey Abrams. And as a part of that deal, all of a sudden things like, oh, I don't know, signature verification was not really done anymore. Uh, Dominion voting machines are bought into the state. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They cut a deal. And the Secretary of State, Ratzberger, Rapsenberger, whatever, little Brad, he's talking to Dominion voting machines using his business, not his government, his private business Gmail account. (laughs) Yeah, Gmail account. Like that's going to disappear. And so by the 2020 election... Stacy has signed a deal with the governor to change how elections are done in the state of Georgia. And remember, she was an election denier all the way from 2018, 2018, 19, 20, 21, and even into 2022. She's claiming I am the legitimate governor of Georgia and that impasto white man ain't. Isn't that what they're charging Donald Trump with? And one guy's getting charged for a tweet disagreeing with the election. This is how much of a banana republic we have become. I'm Chiquita Banana and I'm here to say I am the top banana in the world today. And the worst part is those in leadership in the United States, in many states, and I'm talking about even Brian Kemp in Georgia, they don't get it. They are so blinded by their ambition, their power, their financial desires, and their phony conservatism, they can no longer even capture the truth. 
in their hearts. Their conscience is seared, destroyed. Then you got, what is it, Fanny or Fanny Willis and her. I'm reading stories from last week and into the weekend. This prosecutor is a piece of work, a very dangerous piece of work. If you follow the story on how it all played out and how they had to do this press conference, you know, getting near midnight, midnight last week. Remember that? It's all because of some boneheaded move. Number one, everything that this intellectually bankrupt, uh, shall we say, legalistically bankrupt prosecutor, by the way, just so you know, Fanny Willis or whatever her name is, Fanny, I can't keep a track of it. It doesn't make any difference. She ran in 2020 on a platform. See, as I've told you, Atlanta and Fulton County have become a sewer. Just a sewer. Crime-ridden sewer. And the prior... Democrat prosecutor wasn't doing anything about it. And people were beginning to say, you know, even if we live in a real liberal town like like Fulton County and, and Atlanta, and remember, a lot of people in Fulton County, there's some areas that are, shall we say, the real estate is not cheap. North of Atlanta, places like, you know, Buckhead, what used to be a nice area, but it's gotten run down now and uh, Shambly used to be, but now it's kind of run down. I mean, a lot of these places, the crime has moved in and people are getting sick of it. And some of the good restaurants and people have just moved out. They're tired of it. They, they, they're tired of the loss. They're tired of the aggravation. They're tired of living in fear. So, you know, Fanny Willis, she runs on a platform of I'm going to get tough on crime. We're going to put all those terrible people in jail. I'll be very blunt. She hasn't done a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing. She's been too busy being a political animal since 2020. And she has really broken, I think, ethical standards in the state and for anybody in the legal profession, particularly a prosecutor. She's using everything about Trump as a campaign for herself and other Democrats. Now, that is immoral. That, to me, that, to me, is grounds for disbarment. But no, she's going after, the. she's going to make a name for herself. Well, she might make one for herself before it's all over. Buffoon. And she's out there telling people that, uh, you know, Fanny Willis is saying that you know, just your thoughts are a crime. What are you talking about, Willis? She is so full of herself and her ego and her political posturing that she's blinded herself to honesty, integrity. It's gone. It's dead in her soul, if she has a soul left, that hasn't been so seared by the things she is doing, her hatred. Funny, everything she's claiming 
that all these individuals, she wants to indict a room full, like, you know, 20 people, make it a big production theater show. She's going to put her name, she's going to be the darling of CNN and MSNBC for ages to come. The New York Times will, will run flattering pieces in the Sunday edition with color pictures, no less, of this fool. This damned fool, that's what she is, a damn fool for what she's trying to do. I'm just telling you I'm angry, and I have every right to be. My former state that I spent more than half of my life in has become a wretched cesspool of corruption. And Brian Kemp, you presided over the worst of it. Funny, as I was saying before, Kemp signed that little deal with the devil herself. Stacey Abrams, to change how voting is done in Georgia. And then the 2020 election comes around, and uh, they lose two Republican senators, and the presidential election in one voting cycle? I'm not buying it. I'm absolutely not buying it. And so what is what is bankrupt Kemp? And his little cockroach uh, of a secretary of state do? Oh, we can't have this kind of voting system working in 2022 because you and I, hey, Brad, you and I are up for re-election. If we let this stand the way it is, we're going to be out of a job. I kid you not. You cannot make this stuff up. So Brian, the rhino, China-loving Kemp and his little cockroach of a secretary of state along with their assistant, you know, Gabe Sterling. You don't get mad at us. We ran a nice election. You don't get mad at us, Sterling. I remember watching that little moron on television, just embarrassed. I'm surprised he didn't wet his pants. He was so upset. Or something worse. What do they do after 2020? The most perfect election ever in the state of Georgia. I mean, remember, Brian Kemp and his little cockroach of a secretary of state who uses his Gmail business account to discuss things with Dominion voting, not his state account, email account like the law requires because he's, you know, he's above the law, you understand. You know, I'm the secretary of state. They went and changed the laws back to the way they were, made sure the legislature, which is what the Constitution says should be the authority, they made sure the legislature passed some very strict reforms of voting in Georgia. Now, I remind you that the deal that Kemp signed after 2018 with Stacey Abrams He and his little cockroach of a secretary of state, really, they broke the law. It was not their election rules to change, but they did it. And so after that election, they decided, you know, we better do something. Because, see, Gabe, if we don't fix it now, and if we don't twist some arms of people in the legislature, you and I are going to be out of a job. And Stacey Abrams might be the next governor. We've opened the door for widespread cheating. I don't care. 
Brian, sue me. I could care less. I'm telling you, my eyes do not deceive me. And I've seen some of the garbage and nonsense of how this was really right and that. No, some of the stuff that's been done is troubling and very, very, very disturbing. And a lot of it occurred in good old Fulton County, the cesspool of the state of Georgia. Used to be a wonderful county. There was a time I wanted to live there back in the 1980s. I lived in Cobb County for a period of time. Liked it there. Lived in Fayette County, just outside of Fulton County, when I worked for a transmitter manufacturer. I spent many years working in broadcasting and engineering in Atlanta. In my early career, even on the radio in Atlanta. And I watched this once beautiful city. Oh, it's still got beautiful buildings. But the crime has just gotten so bad. Tell you a little side story in a couple of minutes. But see, Kemp got worried about the election after Donald Trump lost and two Senate seats went down the toilet. Now, one of them did not need to go down the toilet. When one of these senators had to resign and there was an unexpired term for Isaacson, the boneheaded governor of Georgia, the big disgusting rhino the fake phony and fraud put in kelly loffler what i call a roswell rhino another fellow rhino republican in name only a fake phony conservative that is suddenly a born-again conservative when it comes time to run but her true colors always show through kelly got herself into a primary And ended up being the candidate, diluting the people that cared about that race in Georgia. And she lost. No conservative wanted her. Only the rhino Kemp and his cockroach of a a secretary of state would have thought she was a good idea. True conservatives don't. And so... You take the wind out of the sail, so 2020 comes and you lose a Senate seat. And then another Senate seat. And the presidency. Good good job, Brian. And then you have the gall to change the rules back in time for your election to win a re-election in 2022. Funny. There wasn't any funny business in 2022. That should tell you everything you need to know about Brian Kemp. That should tell you everything you would ever, ever need to know about Rad, you know, Ratzberger or Ratzensberger, whatever. I'm so disgusted with those two little men, their little moral foundation. You know, Brian Kemp thinks the world. Economic forum is a great idea. He thinks doing lots of business with China is good for Georgia. He spends a lot of time going there. And so you got all these, you got two state prosecutors and then you got a couple of federal cases against Trump 
on the, pardon the pun, trumped up charges of nonsense. But they know they can get convictions from juries that just hate Trump, that they don't, the truth be damned, they don't care. They're going to get him. We're going to get Trump. (laughs) God is going to deal with this someday. And I believe we as a nation here are on the verge of absolute and total collapse. As a nation morally, as a nation spiritually, politically, governmentally, and yes, economically. We are on the verge of being pushed over the cliff. We are at we are one step away from the point of no return. Airline pilots, any decent pilot will tell you there's a point on every runway called the point of no return. At that point on the runway, you are committed. You either are going to go up in the air or you're going to crash and hit something. And you may be destroyed in the process. That is where we are today in the United States. We are right at the verge of the point of absolutely no return. There was a story in The Federalist that I I really think is an excellent story. It is something you need to hear. And they've, they've hit the nail on the head. They got their finger on the pulse of what's happened. The Federalists, you know, they're a pro-Constitution. They're conservative. They're very careful in the stories they choose to discuss. They're not a bomb-throwing, radical, conservative organization. No, you, you could argue with some of their stuff. But they ran an article on their website last week. And the headline was a question, how should Republicans respond to Fulton County? Now, don't laugh. It's a fair point because you got you got some of these. Let me tell you, you think you got it made because we have the House of Representatives and we have Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> what another phony and fraud. I've told you, I've warned you. I would say more than half of the Republicans in the United States House of Representatives are not true conservatives. They're fake, phony, fraud, opportunist, nothing more, nothing less. But a guy by the name of Ken Buck, he is a Republican from the leftist state of Colorado. And this idiot, this disgusting piece of garbage... He says it's ultimately time that we Republicans, if we're going to win the White House, is we need to talk about the issues and and get away from the Trump indictments. Well, that is the issue, buddy. This is a banana republic going after their political opposition, and you want to stick your head up your fanny and pretend it's not happening? You disgusting individual. Resign your office today. You're unfit to serve. You're too stupid to serve. If you don't fix this problem with an out-of-control justice system in states like Georgia, New York, and now the feds with Jack Smith, if you don't fix this, we have no nation left. But maybe that's what you really want because you really are a part of the establishment and you don't give a rat's rear end about anybody but yourself. And those that pay your bills, like the military-industrial complex, 
I bet Buck never met a war he didn't like. And I don't think he realizes that that so-called GOP establishment voter is shrinking and walking away and turning their back on reprobates like him. You know what the article said the Republicans should do? Well, ignore what people like, you know, Buck say. We could care less. I mean, no, no, no. There's no issue to talk about once you become a banana republic. There's nothing left. You're a Stalinist country. You're a fascist Germany country when you've come to this point of using prosecutors to put your political opposition in prison and threatening anybody that stands up or questions an election as un-American and deserving of prison. We have come to that point, America. We have a prosecutor. We have an attorney general in the United States, Merrick Garland, that is selling this country out and sending it straight into the depths of hell. And we are literally, I think, months away from the point of no return. If we don't fix it now, and this goes down, there's going to be blood in the streets. That's what my biggest fear is. People are going to say, we've had enough. And we will descend into a civil war, the likes of which the world has never seen. It'll make what happened in the 1800s look like a Sunday school picnic. I firmly believe that. Outside of that, you know, the establishments of power, real conservatives are realizing that Trump's legal problems are going to be everybody's problem because that means anybody. If you live in a Democrat-run sewer of a town and you disagree and they don't like your yard sign, you may go to jail. You may lose your house. You may lose everything. We've allowed this kind of terrorist power to be put in the hands of reprobates and satanically hearted people. Like Fannie Willis and her phony indictments. Indictments that really are not backed by Georgia law. The woman is a complete idiot. And then she lies about Oh, how did that indictment get on the the county server at 12 noon and they hadn't even assembled the jury to vote? They came up with one big fat lie, a five Pinocchio or better lie. Oh, that was just a test run of it. Just happened to be a test thing. No, you don't put up nine, you know, 90-page indictments word for word, the same as the one you had later, and lie about it. That's enough reason right there that she should be removed from... If the governor of Georgia had a backbone, one tiny ounce of moral fabric, he would suspend that prosecutor immediately because she's already broken the law. She's already used her office for political gain for herself and others. And now she is using the system illegally to destroy another political party. But see, Brian Kemp doesn't give a damn, and here is why. He can't run for re-election again. Now, his little cockroach may want to become governor, and I don't think that's ever going to happen. If we survive this, 
he'll never survive. I, I don't think in a legitimate election he could survive. What needs to be done, we've got to get to the point for the time being of mutually assured destruction. The Democrats are pushing the envelope to the brink of civil war. Phony and fr- the same stuff they're trying to accuse Trump of doing, they've been doing themselves for 50 years. And they're never held accountable. Oh, well, we're, we're fine. Lying filth. Mutually assured destruction. Here's a suggestion that they make, and I agree with this. If these leftist prosecutors can come after Trump for non-crimes and threaten 700 years in total prison time. There's plenty of things that have been going on that we know about. Maybe it's time we start rounding up the leftist in this country. A tit-for-tat game, so to speak. If everybody realized that this could come to be a self-destruction, maybe they'll back off. And then if we ever get the chance, you've got to fix our legal system in such a way, in such a powerful and indisputable way where political prosecutions can never happen. I'll share more in just a minute. But this really does frighten me. The United States is now a banana republic. On that, there can be zero doubt. And it's only going to get worse before it gets better. I see some frightening days ahead for this country. And how we survive it is a good question. Are you ready? Now... Next Thursday, 31st, marks the third anniversary of this program. Three years ago, August 31st, 2020, we began this program talking about the insanity of COVID and what I call the uncertainty of the 2020 election. I had people telling me, Bob, come on, give it up. Trump's going to win. Nothing can go wrong. He's so popular. The economy was doing so good. It was just the pandemic that set things back. And and who would put a buffoon like Biden in? The, uh, how would he ever win? Uh, come on, Bob. Even the Democrats don't like him. They think he's, he's stupid. And look at the dumb things that he says and does. And he hides in the basement. Trump has a rally. They got, you know, 20,000 people. Biden and Harris come together in a blue state. Like even Atlanta, Georgia, they get 25 people. I mean, it's ridiculous. And they all got to stand in circles 10 feet apart. Yeah. How did that work out? Not well, did it? The election of 2020 was planned warfare. It was strategy devised and deployed. While Republicans are running to the polls, the Democrats are stuffing ballot boxes with Ballots picked up at nursing homes by people not even able to really vote from people that never had voted before but had a ballot mailed to their home. Yeah, 
they stretched the limits. They pushed the envelope. And I believe there was actual cheating that went on in certain states like Michigan, Fulton County, Georgia. Yes, I said it, Brian. Your state cheated. Had that cheating been allowed, you wouldn't be governor right now. You know it. We do this radio program to bring you stories and insight. And I get tired of having to do programs like this. But I'll do them from time to time. You've got to understand, and we'll talk more on the other side of the break, it's more than just this kind of stupidity going on that is destroying our country from within. Something has got to give. And that's what I'll talk about on the other side of the break. If you believe in what we're trying to do here, my wife and I were talking about we see the giving is down, and that's because the economy stinks. We, don't, we understand that. We, we live in the same world you do. We are not wealthy. And we're feeling the pinch, and it hurts. Hard to believe that 52 years ago in 1971, matter of fact, the anniversary, I think it was last week, that Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. You know, our money's lost 90% of its value since then. 90%. And we're losing value of the dollar faster now than ever before in history. So I can understand why times are tough. I was looking at some of the statistics on just the podcast side. You know, if everybody that ever downloaded a podcast, paid just 10 cents for that podcast. Yeah, that's a lot of downloads. We wouldn't be coming to you talking about the difficult times we're having. Radio, there's a lot of you that listen, and I'm thankful that you do. I know there are many out there that give sacrificially. It's not easy. I understand it. I live there too. There's some that have been very generous and I am just beside myself and humbled. There's so much we can do with this radio program. I have a couple of people that I'm talking to that I would would like to have be contributors and work with me on this. Number one, I think it would be a far better product and have more depth in the analysis. And I think we need that in these very uncertain and troubling times. But it only can happen if you could help. It's one thing that I can work for free. But if I bring on a couple of people I'm thinking about, even if it's very part-time-ish, they would need to get at least something for their effort and work because they're not retired yet like I am. Would you consider today, maybe for the first time, being a supporter of our radio program and ministry? Maybe you haven't given in a while. Maybe you just forgot about it. Now's a good time as we come to the anniversary. You can use our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. 
or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. Oh, please, no squeeze of the banana, because when you do that, the banana you make them flat. Please, no squeeze of the banana, when you squeeze the plum, or you put him on the bum, you touch a this, you touch a that, you touch a everything, you push it this, you push it that. You buy nothing Please no squeeze of the banana If you squeeze officer Please squeeze of the coconut This is Truth to Ponder With Bob Beerman Medically sealed Coming up Shalom Aleichem This is Jonathan Kahn The nice Jewish boy Your Jewish connection Bringing you the riches Of your Jewish roots in Jesus Now get your pen out As fast as you can So you don't miss out On receiving a special free gift You'd get and love in a moment I was a little kid And it was winter time Going outside My mother would dress me up In a sweater, scarf One piece, no suit Wrapped inside insulation Inside more insulation And more insulation It was great. Only one problem. Once you're outside, you felt like you were still inside. You were so insulated that even though you're outside, you were still inside. You were hermetically sealed. There was no sound. There was no wind. Only the sound of your own breathing as if you were walking on the moon in an astronaut suit. No weather, no ear, nothing. Well, as believers, we also tend to have an insulation problem. We insulate ourselves against the world. We insulate our lives so that we're not really going out anymore. not really reaching out. See, the Great Commission is all outside. It has to be beyond the church, beyond the fellowship. The people outside are those who need salvation. That's the only way the kingdom grows. But to do it, you have to go out. Do you know that most people who are brought into a congregation, most new people are brought by the new people, not by the old people. The old tend to get insulated. So inside Christian relationships, they don't touch the outside anymore. They're so comfortable in church culture. Well, we need to get out. That can't happen by sitting on your couch or only by connecting with other believers. It can only happen when you take away the insulation, you get out, because out is where the lost are. Out is where the kingdom grows. Out is where the Lord commanded us to go. It's where you need to go. If you're going to touch this world, get uninsulated and get out. Want more? Ask for Going Out on CD. Now the free gift for you. What if you discovered the place the Ark of the Covenant was? Well, a newly revealed discovery just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. It's our free gift to you. And Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins guaranteed to revitalize your walk or free New Testament. How do you get these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. So to get your free gifts, just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's your free gift, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the Jewish people brought you the blessings of salvation. I invite you to join me in bringing it back to them. And you will be blessed. The Lord will bless those who bless the Jewish people and reach the people on every continent, the lost. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Let's write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111. It's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, Zip 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Echem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation.
Esta taliman, talimi banana. Me like come and me want go home. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Truth to Ponder program for this Monday. Yeah, I went way over before that break, but there was so much to be said. And what we're going through in our nation today, to me, is unprecedented. It just is unprecedented. There's an old saying in the South, crazier than a sprayed roach. And those that try to ignore what is going on in the so-called rhino establishment of what's happening to Trump, you're fools. You are absolute total fools. See, for example, in Georgia, Trump was just one of 19 conservatives targeted in the indictment. What about the other 18? Should we ignore them too? How about the Michigan alternative electors or alternate electors who are now facing criminal prosecution for signing a piece of political paper? This has been done before. It was done by Democrats for Al Gore. And, and done by Democrats for John Kerry and for Hillary Clinton. It was okay for them, but suddenly now a fool in the state of Georgia thinks she can use political prisons for her enemies or her political enemies? No. This has got to be put to a stop. This is dangerous. It, it tells, it, it signals election lawyers, if you're wrong, the other party is going to crush and destroy you. Take all your money. Make you homeless. This has got to come to a stop. This has got to come to an end. There were, this has been going on for a while. With the Russia collusion hoax, and we know now it was an honest-to-goodness hoax done by Hillary Clinton, who laughs about it today. She just laughs. <laughs> I almost got him. <laughs> you ought to be in prison, Hillary. There's one guy, Michael Caputo. He spent $300,000 to defend himself as a witness in the Russiagate persecution, prosecution, hoax, fraud. When does he get his money back? The Democrats that knew this was a complete lie, total lie, and they're running around scot-free, just going on to the next, how do we destroy our enemy in courts and financially and ruin them? This has got to come to an end. I believe, now that we know that the Russian hoax was nothing but that, caused by Hillary Clinton, I think that everybody that lost a penny should get a hundred times back what they lost from Hillary herself, the FBI, and everybody that colluded and conspired against the President of the United States. And besides that, everybody involved in the Russian Clinton collusion hoax. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a Clinton hoax. Not not a it was not real. It was made up. They made Putin a pinata for political purposes. And you wonder why Putin could care less what a Democrat thinks because you've run over him, you've you've made fun of him, you've lied about him, 
and collusion, and you suddenly expect him to play nice and take you serious? If I was Putin, I wouldn't take a Democrat serious ever again. The 18 that have been targeted in the Georgia indictment are in for far more legal expenses. Some may lose their homes. Their kids may not be able to afford college. They may have to delay medical care. Michael Caputo wrote, he said, if you laugh at this, you're going to probably find yourself in hell. And Michael may be right. You have people that lost so much over that hoax. And after all the millions of dollars in taxpayer money spent, every every dime that was spent on the Russia collusion hoax, now that we know its origin was Hillary Clinton and her campaign, they should be forced to pay it back and every attorney fee and every loss that anybody had that was caught up in that, that, fainty, that, that, that fake and phony web It's got to be done. It's got to be done. We are in a position right now, as I said at the beginning of this program, we are at a precipice. We are about to go over the cliff with no parachute. It's got to stop now. It's got to stop. The self-destruct button has already been pushed. And while they're running around on the Democrat side trying to persecute and prosecute their political enemies for non-crimes, remember, vice presidents are not supposed to have any classified documents, but a certain one of recent years did in his garage next to his Corvette and in his, you know, Biden-Penn or Penn-Biden Center and at the Beach House. He even had papers that go back to his days in the United States Senate that he stole out of a secure document, you know, a skiff. He stole them. Is he being prosecuted? Of course not. Things that have been done for years suddenly are now fodder for prosecution. I'm telling you, by the way, I read about, a lawyer wrote saying a 95-page indictment against 18 people is a nothing burger. Nothing. It's just a typical commercial complaint can run hundreds of pages and would exhibit into the thousands. Now, this prosecutor in Georgia, Fannie Willis, who says that she's got the goods. What you talking about, Willis? What she is saying is she knows full well that in Fulton County, that is now morally, intellectually, politically, spiritually bankrupt. She knows she could probably get a conviction, even though they'll lose it on appeal. It'll get tossed out down the road, and she doesn't care. Because, see, this is a political game to keep him... Donald Trump from running, and by putting in the other 18 co-conspirators, lawyers no less, for doing what their job is as a lawyer. She wants to make people frightened to ever go up against a Democrat again. She wants everybody to roll over and just play dead and do nothing. 
and the establishment Republicans, that's what they're claiming they want you to do. Oh, let's talk about other things, not Trump. I was watching the other night former Vice President Mike Pence, and I about wanted to throw up. I mean, asked a question he refuses to directly watch him carefully. He's wormy. He's wormy. He's a creature of the swamp. He was a fake and a phony from day one. When we needed him, he stabbed you in the back. And now when he's asked a direct question, he evades like a slimy, slithery snake. Anybody that votes for him is a fool. Anybody that votes for a guy like Ken Buck as your representative is a fool. And I, I would say, looking at the numbers, they're about 50 to 60% of all the so-called conservative Republicans in the House are phonies, frauds, and fools. Same in the United States Senate. We're in bad shape. And they're going to be playing the fiddles while Rome burns, so to speak, or I should say, as our nation burns to the ground. We have a lot more problems. It's bad enough we're seeing political persecution and prison like they did in Stalin's days and Hitler's days. The things that Paul Pott would do, the things being done in third world countries. We're doing it here. And they're proud of it. They're thoroughly proud of it. We're in trouble. We're in a lot of trouble. And we are at the end of the road. We have to do something before it either explodes, self-destructs, or we break out into a civil war. Our money's about to become worthless in this country. It won't be long. Nixon, by taking us off the gold standard, we have lost 90% of the value of our dollar. The more we do trade with China, the more trouble we get into. And it's going to get worse. And the day of reckoning is almost here. And that's going to be tomorrow's program. If you believe in our mission and ministry here at Truth to Ponder. Yeah, I'm not going to waste any more time on the indictments. We'll get back to it. You all know where I stand. But we need to hear from you to stay on the radio and to grow. Go to our website, truth2ponder.com. You can support us from there online or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319, P.O. Box 510. Chilhowie, Virginia, zip code 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.